Yo, what's up? You got your boy right here, Sina Azari, CEO Accredited, coming at you live from the All Mindset Media Studios. I am fired up to introduce our guest today. There is absolutely uh, no one uh, that is leading the business, innovator, just crushing at such a young age, millennial entrepreneur that I'm excited to bring to our listeners today. And I'm super pumped. Um, it just feels so good to get a chance to share. I'm always asking people lots of questions with you and to get on this side and and just spit a little bit of my story is um, it, it feels real good. So, anyways, before uh, be, before we jump into this, you know, I apologize. I did not even share your name because I was seeing if you'd probably throw that in there. But what we got here, right here, my boy, right now is Matt Franchina, aka the People's Advisor. Ooh. This guy, million dollar roundtable, uh, rising star of the year, one of the most up and coming, quickest growing financial advisors here at Present Financial. He is our executive financial advisor. He is a managing partner and my business partner, entrepreneur, Mr. Matt Franchino. What you got to say out there, man? Hey, what's going on? We got a lot of things coming to drop from all sorts of different angles. Make sure if you're on uh, Instagram, jump on. We're doing this live right now. I'm at Matt Franchina and uh, Facebook at Matt Franchina. Any of the social media channels, you know I'm on there and I'm doing big things in 2018. It's round two of uh, my 2037 mindset, which you may have heard some about. So I'm fired up to just kind of share with you what's going on in my world and and uh, just bring you into it. So Matt, let's go ahead and uh, share with share with our listeners uh, right now. You know, how how many years have you been in the business? You know, this is my ninth year. So nine years you've been in the business. How does this all go about? What did you do before you joined financial services? Oh man, so from an early stage, like high school days, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had a vision of mixing creativity with business i was real into the like surf skate southern california culture and so i had this idea that i wanted to start like a clothing line and start out with t-shirts and then i thought it would grow from there went into working retail right i got an internship at nordstrom that internship turned into a real job and then i spent almost about four years there and i had this vision of creating like a men's fashion line business marketing company sort of all encompassing that and um you know the the story could be long i'm going to try to break it down to you in in chunks but i went from the retail world with a passion for fashion and design and i fall into financial services completely by accident so matt for our listeners that don't know um you know you say you've been in this for nine years how old are you I'm 31 years old right now. So I was 23 years old when I got introduced to the uh, financial services business. And I was working in retail sales. Uh, if you were around in 2008 and you were doing anything related to money sales, uh, you know that it was a challenging time in a lot of industries. And so fully commissioned retail sales was super tough in 2008. 2008, and I'm trying to think. So you're, you said you're 31 now. So that was what, you're 21 years old and you enter the uh, fully commissioned sales yeah. game so i went in fully commissioned at 18 fresh out of high school my first job was 100 percent commission all so, my other jobs in high school were so out you were an entrepreneur straight out of high school you, i mean or, or even before that but you knew you were going to go into a business to where you can pay yourself yeah absolutely and you know the everything's just been connecting you know and growing and building and i had a teacher in school said something i'll never forget he said you're going to do a lot of things in life that are going to feel irrelated to each other and um, one day you'll be able to look back and it will be like all those things were put into a funnel and came out and turned into you and who you are. So everything we do has a small piece that adds to the big picture in the end. So who was that teacher? You want to give him some love? Oh, man, that teacher uh, from OCC Career Day came in, guest speaker. 
Um, I did some work with him. His name's Steve. Steve, and, wow. And, what up uh, to Steve at OCC, man? Hope you're still there. Yeah, he's he's doing big things actually. I think in real estate now. He's developing properties in Los Angeles, but um, yeah, he was influential. That one comment stuck with me, and I've got these things from all over the years that just build this this collaboration of quotes from people in my life that just kind of guide me every day. I think of one of them to to help me with that situation. So nine years in the game, man, you're definitely pushing weight. You're a veteran uh, by all means. Uh, have, have impacted the industry in many different ways. This guy's a Series Seven. A variable license holder, insurance license holder, um, you know, manages assets, does seminars, conducts several presentations, you know, share with people where, where could they find you? Where's where where are the streets that you roam or build your business at? Oh man, the streets are. I'm all over the place, all over Southern California. But you know, my stomping grounds, born and raised in Huntington Beach. From there, Newport, like really. Northern Orange County is where I spend a lot of my time. Uh, our present financial office in Brea, you could find me there pretty much almost any day of the week. But, um, you know, that kind of leads into, I got this miles of advice, like podcast, video. I, I've been kind of building an archive of videos. So you start watching that, you'll see where I'm at all over Southern California, kind of speaking truths. All over Southern California. Yeah, so so bring, bring us through the evolution of, of you end up getting licensed. At what, what age were you when you first got licensed? I was 23 years old. So introduce the financial services at 23. Is this a business that once you're introduced to it, you're like, I'm in, I love it, this is what I'm going to do. Educate us. How was no maybe your way. first three, six, nine months, your first year? There's so many yes. people out there listening that don't know what it's like uh, by year nine because they haven't yet tasted it. But what is it like in the beginning to see if maybe they can relate to what you went through? Yeah, for sure. Well, let me tell you this, that I absolutely believe and I am living proof that everything happens for a reason. But most of the time, you won't be able to tell that those things happened to contribute to where you are until looking back from years later. So that whole thing I was talking about, 08 crash, like it's what gave me the mindset of being open to doing other things because the immediate world that I was in got rocked. I was trying to go to school in LA. My goal was to go to Otis and get my second two years to my design degree what, there. What is Otis? Otis is a school in Los Angeles. It's an art school. What up to um, Otis? Yeah, Otis is a, it's a super prestigious, really difficult school. There's a lot of challenge in there. Um, they're kind of like a sister school to Parsons in New York. And so I had aspirations of going in there and just really getting immersed in all that. But you got to have money behind it. You can't really work while you're doing it because there's a ton of like real life learning work you're going to have to do. So anyway, a uh, buddy of mine that I worked with at Nordstrom, Peter, hits me up. I'm what 20. Up, Peter? Hey, Peter. I'm 22 years old at the time. My birthday's coming in two months hits me up and just says he's doing something new. He's working for an insurance company. He's growing and building there and he wanted to introduce it to me. And I knew immediately that there was some benefit for both of us. He had been in a ton of network marketing things before. We've talked about things and he wasn't afraid to reach out to me to let me know, hey, this is gonna be good for both of us, but I wanna kind of recruit you to come in. Long story short, I come in, I interview, um, I meet with, uh, who was to be my future business partner, Sina Azari, not knowing anything at that point, come in, um, in a suit, we have an interview. I decide, you know what, there's so much opportunity in the insurance business working with the, the boomers and this whole shift of wealth transfer, perfect financial storm, which I'm sure you'll hear about Cena talk about on another day. Um, and I said, right, I'm gonna do this. So I failed my exam two times. Wow. And who could relate to that two times? Oh wow. man. I, I think honestly that outside of a handful of people, the, the struggle of getting licensed is if you can make it through that, it's part of the proof 
that you're going to also be successful in the business. Well said. You know, some of the most successful agents and advisors that I've worked with in my past 15 years of being in the business have failed their tests multiple times. So uh, much props to you, man. I agree with that. Yeah. So I get my license after the third try. By that point, it's August of 2009. I come into the business with one mindset. This is temporary. This is temporary. I'm not going to be here for long, but they said I can make good money if I'm good with people and I'm driven and hardworking. So I'm going to make my money. I'm going to bank it away and I'm going to go to school and I'm going to be out because this isn't for me. And about three, four months in, I've made a little bit of money. I'm doing better than most. I get a little reward or I get an award for having done, you know, a certain accomplishment of new people, which only 5% of the company ever does. And I said, wow, you know what? Like I must be doing better at this than I thought. Then I'm a few months into it beyond that. And I hear a guy, a friend of mine, Bobby, does a meeting and Bobby says, you know what? What up, Bobby? License to sell. If you guys don't know Bobby, man, Bobby, license to sell. License to sell on Instagram. So Bobby has a meeting and he says that, you know, you've got to be all in. You've got to be willing to bleed the business. And if you're not, you're never going to get out of it what you really want. And I said, okay, you know what? Let me be all in and let me see what I can get out of this because I was still going on interviews looking for opportunities in the design world during my first three, four months of being in the insurance business. And I was still working a nighttime job in retail to pay the bills. So I was a super busy wow, guy. Wow, relate to that? Multiple jobs to build the business. Yeah, and then I said, you know, I'm gonna do what Bobby said. I'm gonna go all in and he was doing really well. He was a producer. He was someone I looked to as an example. And by and, the way, the guy is still crushing. He's one of the leading managers at a pretty large uh, insurance organization. So good for you. License to sell Bobby Akbari out there in Arizona, man. Yeah. The guy's man. a hustler. Keep it up, bro. Um, so I, I get into this mindset of like, I'm going to be all in and give it everything I've got. And I start building at things. And the business is not easy in the beginning, right? And it's all about connecting and with people and working hard. And so fast forward, I close out that year in December with the sale of a lifetime um, and multiple different things that I had been working on throughout the year, they all culminated. And I ended up finishing uh, rookie of the year for the Southwest of the United States. And that, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Um, it, it meant a lot, but really what it was, was the true eye opener and awakening that there was an opportunity in front of me that I couldn't pass up. And I enjoyed things more than I thought I was going to. So it took my whole mindset of being all into another level. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna figure out every passion that I had about design and why I wanted to do it was ultimately to run my own business and be able to be creative. And I said, I'm gonna start putting my mindset into how I can take that into the place where doors are opening at a rapid pace for me. And it was in the insurance and financial services business. So well said, then, all mindset. Yeah, all mindset it is. So, so, so Matt or the people's advisor, uh, as you're well known out there for, um, share with us, it wasn't all roses and, uh, uh, you know, easy go uh, journey when you joined. What are some of the roadblocks that you hit early in the game and how did you overcome them? Oh, man. I mean, a lot of different roadblocks. Like first thing is prospecting, right? I, I came in from a business that I was pretty successful at, which was retail. And retail for me was um, you sit back, the doors are wide open and there's a big company you work for. The customers come in in droves looking for things and you help them figure out the problems and you're upselling, right? So my first biggest challenge was coming out of that mindset and figuring out that I was now in a fishing business, right? I had to attract people to be- Attraction. Yep, I had to attract them and I had to get them to be willing to listen to what I had to say. So I had to go the full cycle of sales, not just starting at the point where the company I worked for had brought them in. Um, that took a lot of a lot of mental strength 
and it took me almost quitting. And honestly, the only reason I didn't quit is because I had given a commitment to other people that I would go 90 days and make a certain amount of production. And I just said to myself, well, I'm gonna give it everything I've got at the end of 90 days. If I don't make that production, I won't have to let them know I'm leaving. I'll be asked to leave. And so it worked out. So how about the people that give 90 days and maybe fall short? What, what's your feedback to them? It's, it's over? done deal what do you do no i don't i don't think it needs to be over at that point done deal I mean, is 90 days enough to assess if this is the career or route for somebody i think that 90 days is enough to assess it if you have vision if you can look at the things that other successful people are doing around you and say that that's where you want to get to right this is not a business to be on an island with right if i was alone and just trying to figure it out in my home office i don't know that i would have gone more than 90 days right but the fact that i had a team and people rallying around me and people i could lean on that relationship and that camaraderie helped build it but 90 days is enough exposure to the business to know if it's going to provide you the things that you want that you should keep putting in more hustle to it. So if you could give maybe a newer advisor or someone who's just breaking into the entrepreneurial world, what are maybe two, three takeaways that they can they can uh, walk away with after listening to you share with them some knowledge? Okay, so two super basic things that I've been like fundamentally committed to from the beginning is you need to look for two types of people in your business very early on. You need to find all of the people who are really good at it and that you're aspiring to be like or even exceed one day. And you need to start to figure out how they do what they do, but to do it in your own flavor, right? Like do it your own way, but you need to see how they're thinking, what their mindset is. But the second type of person that's almost always avoided and it needs to be very intentional, you need to find all of the people who've been doing this longer than you that are terrible at it, that are not getting to where you want to be, that you're wondering why they're still here doing it. And I think you should spend as little time and get as little advice from those people as possible and really segregate the time that you spend in the beginning with the people who have the skill set to get you to where you need to be. Well said, man. Well said. Now, we got some of the some of the newer listeners that are working on the way to successfully going through level one. Then we have some uh, intermediate second, third year advisors, producers that are doing well, entrepreneurs, and they want to get to the next level. So, you know, we bypass the honeymoon stage. We're building the business a little bit, but some of us get stuck in that second level. What's your advice there being a veteran in the game for maybe some of our more intermediate type producers or entrepreneurs that, that have had one, two, three years under their belt? How do they get to the next level? Um, uh, a much easier said than done way to do it. I'm a firm believer in growth through sharing. And that philosophy has helped me hone my skills and help push me to the next level. Servant leadership right there. Yeah. And, and so I think when you get to the point that you're willing to share the way that you do things and share the secrets with other people around you and you're able to give back an impact, hopefully similarly to how you were, it's going to drive you to do bigger and better because... You know, if you can raise the bar around you, it's going to cause you to play at a much higher level, right? If you look at, you know, even in sports, I think if all of the greatest athletes were to teach other people to be as good of athletes as them or as best that they could, it would only raise them to do better, right? Competition will drive you. So competition um, will drive you. Don't let competition scare you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing I think will help you take it to another level, like fundamentally. The other thing is we have this habit as people to to do something that works so well that we stop doing it, right? And I used to hear that all the time, but it's taking the things that you did that are the basics and applying it in a way that's maybe more strategic. Like, 
um, I don't know, people get romantic and have this like sense of how they want to get their new clients, grow their business. And man, the grind is real. Like I grind as hard now, if not harder now than I did then, because I have more proof now that my action will work and provide results than I did then. So why would I work less now? Like no I, doubt, man. The grind is real. You heard it right there. People's advisor. So you know what, what's in the next three, five-year vision for you, man? You're a multiple six-figure earner. You've achieved a lot of what people dream to do in a lifetime at such a young age. You got a great family, a support. I've been privileged to spend uh, nine years working with you. Uh, I'm, I've, I've not only been blessed and honored, but more excited to witness how you walked in and where you're at today. What do the next three to five years look like, man? At the rate of your growth, knock on wood, things just look wild, scary for where it's going, man. What, what does it look like in the people's advisors paradigm for, let's say, uh, 2021, 2022? By the way, Agent 2021, man, if you guys haven't heard about it, Gary V, uh, check it out. It's going to be a big event, insurance, real estate, auto, travel, entrepreneurs. Make sure you get out there at the Hard Rock Stadium. But other than that plug, going back to the people's advisor, what does it look like for you, man? Three, four, five years. Walk us through that. What have you already envisioned and planted for the people's advisor's world? Hey, man, I appreciate it. And, and this guy is way too humble. So I, I got to expand on what he just talked about. And one, you said something that you've been so blessed and privileged to work with me in and I, I don't we could probably have a competition but one of the reasons for my success has been the ability and maybe call it the chance but to have been connected with a leader who believed in giving some autonomy and giving people a place where they could be themselves Thank and you, not have to follow um, you know under the thumb of someone else and um, absolutely leadership is key if you don't have that leadership around you if you're not as fortunate, you got to kind of find it. You have to seek it and be willing to make moves and changes. And I had hard conversations and I made changes within our organization to to make sure that I was tied to and stuck with that same leadership um, over the years. And so the second reason this guy's too humble is CEO accredited will be on stage speaking at Agent 2021. So I'm pumped and excited for our trip to Miami coming up. But anyway, so getting back to it, the next three to five years. Um, I'm definitely someone who's adopted visionary thinking and try to go out real far and then scale back and figure out what the next three to five years will look like at chipping away at the big picture. If you follow me, you've seen me talk a lot about 2037 mindset. Last year, I made wow. a commitment. 2037 mindset. Do the math if you're listening. Where are you at in 2037? This guy's already planting his mind of where he's at. So exactly. I planted a stake 20 years from now. I started it at January 1st, 2017. That was my last New Year's resolution ever, which was to start thinking in a way that was way far out. And if I put a stake 20 years out of what I wanted to look like, then I'll just, you know, follow the path along the way and get there. But over the next three to five years, I mean, my absolute number one goal that has to take place is um, I'm believing that I believe in 2018 is the seven figure trigger, man. And I'm, I'm doing everything I can. And I've got my my self organized and ready to go and a support team around me. But um, that that's the goal is to break the six into the seven figure mark financially. But ultimately, along the way, I mean, the money's a great thing, but I want to use that money to provide impact. So I've got some really cool things I'm working on. Um, I want to impact a lot of people around me. I see present financial in the offices we're building, partnering together, um, expanding up and down the West Coast. Over the next three years, my goal would be to, um, you know, have reach that we touch at least the border of Oregon and the border of Mexico, and offices all up the West uh, California coast, and then we'll build and grow from there. We have some interests uh, all around the country, though, and 
I don't know, man. It you is. know, you, you heard it from this. I asked him what a what a three to five year vision looks like, and the guy's feedback is I got a twenty thirty seven mindset. I mean, how many people are out there thinking nineteen years, uh, what it looks like nineteen years ahead of today, man? So how about how about shorter term? You know, I know you said offices up and down the West Coast. How about for the people's advisor, bro? What's going on in the people's advisor's world for your personal goals for two, three years, four years from now? You know, personal goals. Well, um, a healthy baby on the way in May, which congratulations, I'm super excited by the way, about. Thank man. you. Congratulations. So, Family expansion, um, obviously good health and, and good wealth along the way, but a couple of really laser-targeted goals that I have for myself. One is the seven-figure mark. Second is being extreme. Seven, seven figures by when? Let's, let's, let's put a year on that, and we're going we're gonna to recap that year, having a live interview, celebrating that seven figures. When is that? I mean, I'll be disappointed if 2019 we don't cross the line, but I'm pushing with everything I've got to make it happen this year. And so... It's only going to happen through partnerships. If anybody out there sees anything I'm doing that believes that I could be of impact or help to you, then um, that's how it's going to work out. So look out for me reaching out to to just make that connection and, and make the driving force. You heard this guy, seven figures. You said two years or three years? Two years, 2019. So like 2019, year seven figures. And uh, this is, you know, seven figures. I only know two people personally that are generating seven figures. Of course, we all know a lot of individuals out there, social media, TV, uh, celebrities famous but I'm talking on a personal level shaking their hand had dinner with them lunch with them making seven figures so Matt's gonna be the third one to join that roster and I'm letting you know this guy is uh, such a, such a not only a dear friend close like a brother to me but on a business level I would be so excited to celebrate that seven-figure mark that I'm claiming this right now it's 2018 today is a uh, it we're, we're in the month of January and I'm letting you know 2019 2020 we're having a seven-figure celebration we're, we're definitely going to rent, if not buy a yacht, but we are parting in the Greek Isles with the people's <laughs> advisor because that's the way you celebrate a seven-figure year, man. What's, what's your thoughts about that? Yeah, man, it's going to be a blast. One thing I want to make sure, though, it's, it's not – the motivation behind it isn't just about the money. Wow. It's about the target, right? It's about – in our business, I think one of the most like coveted places to get to is a seven-figure income from being someone who's helping people with insurance and financial services. Like there's, There are a decent amount of people out there that do it, but the group is small and the challenge of being able to get there is ultimately really what's driving me to get there because um, I could be happy with or without the money. Along the way, what's important is that I raise my kids right, that I'm an awesome husband, that you know I'm a man of faith and I can continue to expand that and, and help other people grow in that, that way and you know just bless the Lord as I'm going along. But that's that's the number to get to that coveted seven figure mark in financial services and be able to hold the title and, and know that I, I had the hustle, the drive, the charisma, the character and the determination to get there. And then we'll have new goals set after. Well, that. listen, man, you, you live you live the motto hustle hard and stay humble. Uh, thank you so much for spending the day with us. Congratulations on all of your accomplishments. I you have been an inspiration to me, to so many people that haven't had the privilege and honor of meeting you. You are as real as it gets, man. So if you guys don't know this guy, you can find him again at Matt Franchina, Facebook, People's Advisor. Look him up. He's on Twitter. This guy's all over there. You've probably seen him at seminars. You'll see this guy's clips, videos. Make sure you're staying in touch, following him. Any last words to our listeners, Mr. Franchina? Hey, just adopt a mindset that keeps you driving. Allow your goals to pull you in. Um, everybody wants to talk about pushing and that gets tired, but when the goal's so good and so great that it'll pull you into it, um, you'll never get tired of hustling. So hey, have you, a good one out you there. You heard it right there. Sina Azari, CEO of Credit, coming at you live, present financial partner studios. 
And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys. Be safe, crush it, and talk to you soon. You heard it there, right there, live, coming at you from the studio. Sina Azari, CEO accredited. I had the privilege of, of interviewing our co-host today, Mr. Matthew Franchina, the People's Advisor. Matt, what's the final word you can give to our listeners today, man? Before we uh, end this, end this, uh, before we wrap up this this uh, awesome podcast that you just delivered to our listeners today. Hey, you know what? One thing I've learned uh, greatly over the last six months is ask and you shall receive, right? The, uh, the quiet mouth won't get fed. I've witnessed multiple times things that I never even would have expected happen. So, man, get out there, shake hands, ask for the things you want, and don't think that you're not at a level yet to get it. Well said, man. The quiet mouth will never get fed. You heard it here live, All Mindset Media, CEO accredited, the People's Advisor, Matt Franchina. Look forward to seeing you, meeting you. Be safe out there. Continue to crush it, and let's win as an industry. We out.